This is episode 110 of the With Flow podcast. Hello and welcome to the With Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose-driven high achievers who are ready to ditch the hustle. I'm your host, Laura from Business With Flow, cyclical business mentor and systems and planning queen. My mission is to empower you to run your business and your launches without the burnout. In this podcast, we'll be chatting all things cycle syncing, intuition, and doing business your way, combined with some of the more practical aspects, like systems and planning and tech. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Now, in last week's episode, We were talking about how once you've learned certain things, i.e. about your hormones, then you can't unlearn them. You can't go back to before when you didn't know. And when you know better, it's your opportunity to do better. So following on from the episode this week, I wanted to share with you some of the things that I wouldn't do now, now that I know what I know about my cycle and my hormones. So let's jump straight into it. The first one is I wouldn't push through the limits of my energy. I've shared many times on this podcast my story of being in the corporate world, getting really burnt out and just having to keep pushing through because there was no other option. And that's one of the reasons that I started my business. One of the things that I know now and have learned from going through that burnout story and then beginning to learn about cycle thinking and all of the other things I learned about my body through that journey is knowing where the edge is and knowing what it feels like for me when I can maybe push a little bit more and when I can't. But I also know where the end of that is. I know where I can't go any further because I'm going to pay the price for it. So even though I want to keep going, I want to keep doing something, maybe I'm working on a really exciting project or something is going on, I know that I can't push past that. I know that I need to stop and rest because my body is just not going to forgive me for pushing through. So I wouldn't push through the limits of my energy ever again. I've learned the importance of rest and time off, time away from my desk, time away from my phone, time away from my business, and how valuable that can be. Number two of the things that I wouldn't do now that I know about my cycle and my hormones kind of leads on from the first one, but I wouldn't deny my body's need to rest. Now, I know what it's like. You might be watching, say, a really good series on Netflix and you keep thinking, just one more episode, just one more episode, and you see it getting later and later into the evening. I can't do that. I can't keep watching. I have to go to bed. I have to get a good night's sleep because my body needs it and I know that it does. And if I don't get a good seven hours minimum every single night, As I said, I will pay for it. My body is very sensitive to that. But also if it's during the workday and I'm working on something and I need a break, I'll go and sit outside in the sunshine if it happens to be one day in New Zealand where it's not raining, which I haven't had many of those lately. But I have learned that as soon as my body is saying, hey, we need a break, we need time out, we need to get up and move, we need to get away from the desk, we need to go and have a nap, whatever that type of rest might look like, that I need to listen to it because when you ignore the subtle cues, they get louder and louder and louder. And it's just easy to listen the first time around, right? And I think you all know by now, I love a good afternoon nap. 
So I would always listen to my body when it's communicating that it needs rest or it needs me to slow down. Number three on the list, I would never attempt to start new habits in my luteal phase. And we've probably all been there before, right? Particularly because the luteal phase is the phase where stuff normally seems to come up. We're reviewing things, we're assessing things, we're looking at things with a more critical eye and we seem to notice all the things that need changing or that we need to do differently or that we need to get rid of. Your luteal phase is not the time to do that. It's definitely the time for noticing that and assessing that, but it's not the time to make those decisions, particularly big, life-changing, altering decisions, and it's certainly not the time for starting things new. Now, the reason for that is, as you will know, in the luteal phase, we tend to have less motivation, less enthusiasm, less physical energy, and that does decrease the closer we get to our menstrual phase. Instead, the best time to start new habits is in your follicular phase. As you've emerged out of the menstrual phase, you've slowed down, you've given your body time to bleed and to restore, and your energy is beginning to rise again as your estrogen is rising as you enter that follicular phase, that is a good time to start new things, new habits, new projects, uh, new exercise regimes, um, eating healthy showing up on social media, whatever habits it is that you want to create in your business or in your personal life. And the reason follicular is so good is because you can then start and build while your energy is building, while your motivation, your confidence and your enthusiasm is building. And then you've got a good two to three weeks under your belt of doing that new thing, whatever it might be, before you reach the more difficult, sometimes challenging days of your cycle where everything sucks and you just want to throw it all away. So from now on, I will always start new things if I can in my follicular phase and use that rising energy and motivation to really embed the habit before I get to my luteal phase. Number four on the list, I would never wing it through my ovulation phase. And I say this as someone who, even though she loves a good plan, has probably also at times just winged it because I had the energy. So our ovulation phase, our estrogen has peaked, our testosterone has peaked, we feel the most confident, the most extroverted, the most magnetic. We just want to get stuck and do things. We have the most energy. Everything just feels easy and flowing. We feel like superwoman, like we could take on the world. But if you don't have a plan or somewhere to channel and focus that energy, that is the time when you're going to start new projects that aren't necessarily aligned with the goals that you have. It's the time where you might just decide that you're going to sign up for six different social media platforms, knowing full well that you can't sustain creating that amount of content all of the time. It might be the time that you start a whole bunch of projects that you are just never going to get finished, but you've got this energy, you've got this motivation, you've got this enthusiasm. And you just need to do something with it. So the best thing you can do for your ovulation phase is to have a plan. And of course, if you're working in alignment with your cycle, you've used your menstrual phase to connect in with that goal and that vision. Follicular is the strategy and the how and the planning. And if you use that, by the time you get to your ovulation phase, you know exactly what you need to do when you sit down at work each day. You know exactly where to focus your energy and your attention. You know exactly what to do with that energy 
and you're channeling it in the direction of good and aligned goals rather than just a whole bunch of stuff that you'll start and probably never finish or completely forget about. So I would never ever wing it through my ovulation phase again. And look, I'm not perfect by any means. There are certainly times where maybe I've decided to have a slower month and just take a step back and let things settle in and get into the groove of new things that maybe I've had a busy couple of cycles and recreated things or launched new things and this is just a cycle of sustaining things. I've definitely had periods where I felt the ovulation urge to commit to things and I've really had to pull myself back and go, hang on a minute, I'm not going to be able to do this in two weeks. There's no way that I can sustain this and had to talk some sense into myself. So just something to be aware of. If you find yourself doing that, check in with where you are in your cycle. It's not to say that those projects aren't good, but just, you know, make sure that they're aligned with the goals and the things that you actually want to achieve. And the last one on the list, I would never throw everything away, burn it to the ground a few days before my period starts. Now, I definitely notice not every cycle, but maybe every second or third cycle, I do have a really challenging couple of deep luteal days before my period arrives. And I don't necessarily always join the dots. Yes, even though I'm charting, even though I know all of this stuff, sometimes it takes me a day or two to kind of realize, oh, hang on a minute. That's why I want to throw everything out. That's why I want to burn my business to the ground. That's why I want to completely scrap all of the goals and the things that I've been working towards and just start something new because I'm convinced it's not working. My inner critic is being a complete bitch and just telling me that I'm hopeless and I'm worthless and it's never going to work. Those few days can be challenging. And for me, it's not every cycle. Sometimes I breeze right on through that. For other cycles, it is a real challenge. And again, this comes back to having that awareness and paying attention. And when I catch myself in behaviors that maybe aren't so supportive of where I want to go, what I want to do, what I want to achieve, aren't in air quotes normal for me, I give myself that little reminder to check in with where I might be in my cycle and really question, is this the right thing for me to be doing? It's not always easy. I don't always get it right. But look, no one's perfect, right? It's about having that level of awareness and understanding and going, hmm, hang on a minute, what's driving this behavior? Look, it's not always your hormones. Maybe there's a valid reason why you want to burn your business to the ground or throw away a strategy. And if that's what you end up doing, then that's perfectly okay too. But just make sure that your hormones aren't exacerbating things or making them bigger than they really need to be. It's an opportunity to check in and just make sure that the underlying reasons for these things are valid and true, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing that you're focusing. Now, I could have gone on for quite a while, but as you know, I like to keep these episodes as brief as possible, around 10 to 15 minutes. So those are probably the top five things that I wouldn't do or certainly would have an awareness of and try and stop myself from doing. Now that I know about my cycle, my hormones, and how I can work best and be the most productive while also not burning myself out. 
because I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and it is not something I would recommend to anyone. So if you listened this far, my challenge for you is to check in for yourself if you have been charting or even just loosely paying attention to your cycle for a while now. What are the things that you've learned and what are the things that when you look back and you reflect, the things that maybe you used to do all of the time, whether you knew about it or not, what are the things that you wouldn't do now? And reflect back on that because it can be really interesting and really insightful. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Until next week, bye for now.